everyone. Thank you for tuning in to CMNSU's new podcast channel, CMNSU and Friends. This month, we are hosting our annual Careers and Communications event on a variety of online platforms where you will have an opportunity to connect with BC industry professionals as they shed light on their experience, reflect on their careers, and share advice to those interested in pursuing a role in the communications industry. Our goal is to inspire upcoming communication working professionals of all the possible career paths they are able to take with their degree and enlighten you about the benefits of a career in communication. My name is Linda. And my name is Kat. We are joined here today with Marco, who will be discussing with us a little bit about what he does. live yeah <laughs> thank you so much um linda and both marco again for joining us i'll just ask marco to introduce himself yeah uh thanks uh linda and kat for having me really happy to be here uh, my name is marco fratarcangeli i use he him uh, his pronouns um and i currently work um, at the vancouver international film festival and the development department. Um, so everything to do with fundraising, uh, sponsorships and government grants. Um, that's the department mm -hmm. I work in specifically. Um, I work with uh, sponsors and partners. Very cool, very cool. And I'm Kat, I'm the VP of communications at CMNSU, obviously a communication student here. Um, and I'm in my fourth year. And I'm Linda. I'm also a communication student. I'm in my third year. Um, and with CMNSU, I work closely with Kat as the communications coordinator. Perfect. So we just wanted to say um, thank you again to Marco for joining us. Uh, we really wanted to have you on the show um, just because we noticed you had experience working in the film industry in Vancouver. Um, you know, with um, the Vancouver Film Festival and also with the Documentary Film Festival. And personally, like, I don't really know a lot of, or I don't really know anyone that works even near the film industry in Vancouver. So I thought it'd be interesting to have someone from there and to just see what it's like working there and also um, just get to know another industry professional. Um, so I guess we'll just start. Um, when did your kind of career journey start? I know you mentioned earlier um, when we were talking that you graduated from UBC in 2018. Um, were you always kind of working within the film industry before you graduated or was that something that you really only started after? Yeah, um, so I actually wouldn't say that I work in the film industry. If I like was thinking of a sector industry I worked in, I, I would consider my job more to be um, like arts and culture events, um, which is very separate from like film production, which is what I think of when I think of film industry. Festivals, mm -hmm. I think are still uh, an important part of that ecosystem. Um, but just for <laughs> clarification, I wouldn't say I work yeah. like as a director or, or production assistant or anything like that. Um, I did want to at one time when I was studying at university, uh, but as I was, I was telling you, I studied film studies, which is more kind of the um, theoretical, theoretical, yeah, elements, like historical yeah. side. Um, so at UBC, it was we had film studies and film production as separate degrees. I 
but really I just kind of volunteered um, at first and then it kind of became an internship and then I actually got a job um, with, uh, sorry, kind of speaking in a weird timeline. No, that's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Started out by um, uh, one summer just reaching out to the Indian Summer Festival, uh, which is a local um, literature, arts, um, and just generally media kind of festival. Indian Summer Festival was uh, looking for volunteers and, and staff. So um, I reached out and said like, yeah, I'd be really interested in, in volunteering in kind of a larger capacity. Um, and so that's kind of how I got started was just mm -hmm. uh, in a volunteer role. Uh, and then the year after I um, returned as a volunteer again, kind of more in an internship role, um, working always in production um, for like live events. And then the year after that, uh, I they, the festival was growing um, and so they had enough resources to um, hire more staff and so I eventually got that was my first kind of um, I guess longer term like it was three or four month um, contract um, in in that kind of uh, field and then from there for about a year I was working a few different contracts about a year and a half um, which eventually led me to VIF I got lucky. I was at VIF in the right place at the right time. Sorry, this is a very long career path story. This yeah, is kind of, no I've, I've, I've only been out of school for three years, so it's not a super long career. It's yeah, like the way years. to put yourself out there in terms mm -hmm. of volunteering. Yeah, it's like you speak about volunteering and how that kind of like set yourself up for like future positions and your current job. Um, were there other resources at UBC that you took up or kind of leveraged for your career, like any networking events or clubs? Um, yeah, uh, well, so when I was at UBC, I got involved with uh, a lot of different clubs, probably in my, was it, my second year, not a lot of different clubs, but a few organizations. Um, Mainly I was part, since I was also studying art history at the time, I got involved with an undergraduate journal um, publishing art history essays by undergrad students. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got involved as an editor. Um, and from that experience, I kind of realized, oh, this is cool. Like mm -hmm. there's a journal, there's a symposium at the end of the year. So it was really kind of academic. Um, I was like, oh, why don't we have anything like this for film? Um, and so then I started something similar in film studies kind of world. You uh, started it. Yes. Well, wow. co-founded. Uh, yeah, with a few other. What uh, was it? Was it, what was that called? And is it still going on? So it was called the Undergraduate Film Students Association. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's so interesting. Cool. I'm like, do you not that's remember? Like, that's like us. Like, we're a student association, too. So, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was about four of us um, wow. who we kind of were thinking about it. And we're like, oh, why don't we like start something like that for film? We did like a bunch of kind of monthly events um, in our first year. So kind of mostly just meetups with with other um, film production, film studies students, but also, but really anyone on campus who uh, we were able to reach <laughs> on social media. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just like a couple hours um, talking about 
movies. We had different kind of themes for every every night. Um, and then our kind of big event of the year was uh, the symposium. So it was about four or five selected papers. Um, so we'd have submissions in, in the fall and then in the spring um, after we selected and kind of reworked, edited um, those papers, we would have those students present them. It's really good to like say that you started that up. And I feel like it's always, it always takes a bit and like it takes a really dedicated and passionate group of people to like really execute something like that. So it's really inspiring to like see that. Yeah, I feel like... Um... Like with me personally, like I know volunteering in student groups and things at school is really beneficial too. But I just think like I could never, I don't know why, but I can never imagine myself like actually volunteering like at an outside organization right now. So I just think it's really um, cool how like you just started from volunteer positions um, as a student. Like, I don't know why. And I'm sure other students probably feel this way too. Like, just applying to something outside of school seems so far-fetched for me right now. And with my graduation coming up probably in like a year or so, just thinking about applying to outside jobs is so scary. I guess like, is do volunteer positions kind of mirror like your real work experience in the same organization or is it a completely different um, line of work? That's a good question. Um, I would say it depends for, I mean, for, in my experience, the job that I have right now, um, there was never really a stepping stone volunteer job for, for what I'm doing now, but the kind of work that um, I would say about like half of, of the work that I've done so far, um, which was in event production, um, that kind of job there's like a, a lot of volunteer opportunities so like um you know if you just kind of think of i mean in in the good old days a year ago when <laughs> events were still a thing oh my gosh um <laughs> like i can't even know, remember back in the day um a lot of um like local arts and culture organizations rely on like really dedicated um volunteers uh like a, a lot of um, film organizations, at least in, in Vancouver, like they're all nonprofits. Um, like many would probably not be able to survive without the volunteer um, work that goes into them. Um, so there's a lot of different roles. Like, you know, if you just think about someone scanning your tickets or like someone at the box office, even um, like ushers, um, I don't wayfinding, um, you know, line management, line control at a venue, all those kind of positions. Um, a lot of times are volunteer positions, like a, there's a group of volunteers at the venue, which are directed by like a staff member. So I when I started volunteering um, in that kind of capacity, like my my first volunteer kind of role literally mm -hmm. was um, in, in my second year university. Um, in the fall, I had found out about VIF and I was like, oh, I want to mm -hmm. be involved with that. Mm -hmm. um, I want to watch a lot of movies, but I don't want to pay for the pass. So if I had volunteered <laughs> yeah. enough hours, True. like I could watch a lot of movies. Um, and it was just like, you know, like two week kind of chunk. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and my first job was literally, I would 
be walking the lines at, um, I don't know if you've been to the, the Cineplex um, in downtown. For, during VIF, they would rent out three theaters there. And so they would have like a theater on the third floor, lineups on the second floor, and the box office on the first floor. And I would just be on the second floor with like, you know, lineups for three different films. Uh, and the, those theaters were like pretty big venues. So like, you know, hundreds of people. And I would just be walking up and down um, selling these cards that were memberships because by by law if you're watching a film at, put on by VIF or like any kind of film society uh, if they haven't been um, oh, what's the word? there's basically a process oh yeah to rate the film so like if they haven't been rated as PG-13 or like R rated or whatever you have to be a society member so you have to buy a $2 membership card. So I just went up and down the lines like selling those. And that's how, that was my first kind of experience of the festival as a volunteer. Oh, wow. And you got to watch uh, the movies like between like working, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, uh, you get a pass. And so when you're not, um, when like you're not volunteering. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that's you can go cool. watch the films. Cheating so, the system. Guys, are you taking notes? Yeah, take anyway, <laughs> and so and you ended up working um, as a volunteer and ended up working as a communication and development assistant. How was working in that position? How, what was it like? Sorry, communication and development assistant. I worked at DOXA, which is another film festival in town, but it's a documentary specific and also volunteered with DOXA, which is how I kind of got to know them. Um, that position was very interesting for me because like I said, I don't come from a marketing or um, communication. Yeah. yeah, communications. So um, it was a big learning curve for me. In that role, I was mostly in charge of kind of as well as mostly assisting the manager in that role, which dealt both with um, sponsorships and, and donors, mm -hmm. um, as well as, you know, social media, um, newsletters, and all the communication mm -hmm. side. So it was a great role to kind of learn everything. I would say that probably the most valuable aspect of my experience working for DOXA was the fact that it was a smaller kind of film festival. So at DOXA, there was four staff members or three full-time staff oh, wow. members oh wow that's such a small team yeah the, the good thing about working within doxa and such a small organization was that yes on the one hand it's a lot of work um it can be stressful overwhelming. Um, very overwhelming tight yeah. deadlines all of that and especially um, since it's time, not really like your you know like expertise and like your field of study it might like add a little bit more like stress on you because you're still like on a learning curve as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was in an assistant position. So thankfully, it wasn't like mm -hmm. I was ultimately responsible for anything. Thankfully. Um, hey, <laughs> eventually, maybe. Um, but the good thing was that I got to kind of, you know, try out a little bit of everything, learn a little bit of more than like the specifics of marketing or the specifics of development, kind of how a film festival or a film organization works. Um, and so you can get a really good overview of everything from, you know, logistics to programming to everything. 
um, and, and that kind of helped me a lot to understand um, how a smaller festival works and also how a larger festival might work. Yeah. Um, I noticed okay. now your um, role is more on, yeah, like uh, partnerships and development. It, was there something that kind of made you lean towards that side of work within VIF or was it something that just like you were just kind of led to? You know what I mean? Um, it just kind of, it, it happened. I mean, um, so when I finished my contract with DOXA and uh, the development communications assistant role, um, I was hoping to um, apply for, to get any job really at VIF that was kind of a longer, like three or four month uh, festival contract. Uh, and so I applied for like a social media coordinator and educated and, a, and an education coordinator position. Um, I interviewed just for the education coordinator position, but my resume was passed on to the development department, mm -hmm. I think. And they were like, oh, like, so this person applied for this role as social media coordinator, but I think they'd be really good in development because they have this other experience in, in development. And how did you feel about that? Were you like, oh, I really wanted social media? Or were you like, oh, okay, I'll do it? Now, I, I've learned that I really hate social media. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel I you. Like, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> and my current job still kind of touches on some social media and marketing pieces. And like, whenever I have to work with social media, I try to do it the least amount possible. I, I don't mind being like a consumer on social media, but like working with social exactly. media. Exactly. That's true. How you feel. It. Like in high school, I would be like, you know working on Instagram would be like getting paid to do this would be so cool like I'm already on it like all day and now I'm like pretty much doing that and I'm like hmm, maybe this is kind of draining <laughs> but I totally see how you, that ended up really working out for you then that they kind of saw you fit for like a better position or like not a better position but like something that you are more like streamlined to do based on your experience so it's nice that they thought of you um somewhere else that's always good news to kind of answer um, your question, yeah. I kind of fell into the role that I am now. Um, so like, it wasn't something that I was, you know, thinking, oh, I want to work in sponsorships and partnerships. Um, and I'm gonna look for that job. It was more like the job that I had previously mm -hmm. um, had built some skills that would be useful in, in mm -hmm. that kind of role. Um, and so when I was offered that job, I just knew that I wanted to work in a film festival and a film environment. Um, and I mean, VIF is the largest film festival in, in Vancouver. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, that seems like the next kind of step in kind of working in that organization in that kind of environment. Right. Did you like always want to work with VIF? Was that, was that kind of like the dream, I guess, thinking back to like your first year, like in high yeah. school? Just to add on to that as well, if you weren't working at VIF, where would you ideally be mm. if you could be anywhere else? But answer Kat's first and then answer mine after. That's a really good question. I'm going to come back to that. I don't mm. know the answer I, didn't want, I didn't want to forget it, it, so I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you now. Um, okay, so I mean, I, I, would I would say that high school would be a very long stretch. I would not have, I don't think- Were you I a theater kid? <laughs> I was um I was in one 
like residence musical in university. So like a musical put on by like the on campus residents. Yeah. But before that, I was in choir in high school. So oh, wow. Theater, Preach. I, I like are... to sing in choir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're all we in choir as well. Yeah, we're all singers. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, were you uh, like, where? what did you sing in choir? Like what position, I guess? I was an alto. <laughs> Double bass. If you can't tell. Oh, wow. We need <laughs> more of those. We always need more of those. We do. I was a soprano. I feel like as a soprano, like we're seen, I don't know, as like, basic if that makes sense <laughs> well you guys are really loud Almost that's for fair. one thing just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> guys we make up the choir right now i got an alto okay anyways <laughs> like, <laughs> we just all belt out in song just right Quick now acapella trio <laughs> yes please we can title we can okay, title your episode cool. pitch perfect <laughs> sounds good pitch perfect three. <laughs> okay uh sorry continue so uh, what was I going to say? Okay, so I, when Very I was in high school, high school. Yeah. I don't think I even knew my job existed. Um, I, I don't think I really started thinking more seriously about um, like where I could actually see myself with the skills I, was, I had or I was learning um, like in, in the future, like, you know, next couple of years or whatever until I was actually in university um, and I mean, because I didn't take any film courses in high school. Uh, I did, I mean, this, I grew up in New Jersey, actually, so not oh, in Vancouver. Okay. Um, and so I was lucky enough, I was able to attend um, like a film studies workshop uh, at NYU in the city uh, on weekends for like a spring semester. And that's kind of where I was like, oh my God, film studies, like, I love this. And that's where I kind of, from then on, I kind of was like, okay, so I'm going to look at those kind of programs. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I was in those pro that program, I was like, okay, well, uh, because I wasn't working, in, I, I wasn't working in production. That was something I was always thinking about. Mm -hmm. And what made a lot of sense coming from a more academic um, side of film was okay, maybe like film curation, because um, I was studying art history, and so like a lot of art history majors like want to become curators. Um, very competitive job. I mean, yeah, and like film studies, like our entire degree, uh, to give some context, was basically watch movies. We would watch. Do you take any film studies courses in, in your program? No, but I took one as an elective, and it was a lot of watching movies, a lot of analyzing, and like, well, I don't, I can't even remember like different mm. types of videography. Yeah, I've seen those classes during course selections. I've never taken one, but they're always like three or four hours long. And I'm like, yeah, because you're watching movies <laughs> during yeah. the class, right? Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, yeah, so it's like the, the program is basically watch movies, <laughs> read articles about movies, and then write essays about, you know, incorporating all of that. Um, and so like, that's kind of, I mean, it, you can see kind of how that would easily lend itself to like, you know, a film critic position like job or like a film programmer right. kind of job. Um, so that's always kind of how I gravitated towards festivals uh, or like film festivals specifically. Um, I guess, yeah. So to answer your question, Kat, it was a kind of in university at that point where I started thinking about something slightly resembling mm -hmm. the job I'm in now. 
nice. um, or at least the field. At least you're you're there now, and you know it kind of worked out. So that's pretty inspiring. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's like every job I had or like every volunteer experience kind of led to the next. Mm-hmm. I never would have connected the dots like where I am now from like the first time I volunteered at VIF. Like I wouldn't have, it's, I thought like, oh, maybe I'll like volunteer and then like get like one job and another one and like kind of, I mean, it's true. Volunteering is kind of like a great way sometimes to get like an initial job yeah. um, in, in festivals. Um, but I just never would have thought that I'd be like, you know, volunteering at one festival, then like kind of getting an internship at another festival, mm-hmm. getting my first kind of job at, at another festival. And then like, full circle like actually working at the festival I first volunteered at yeah well it just goes to show like no matter where you start like how small you start you know something bigger can always be an outcome like Mm -hmm. it definitely makes me want to volunteer at something outside of SFU Mm -hmm. just to see where I end up you know back to my question where would you be if you weren't at VIF right now if you could like ideally if someone just like hired you right away, <laughs> not a different job, you know what I mean though, right, Marco? Yes. Like, yes. Okay. I do. Um, oof. I mean, it would be, I mean, I would love a job in programming. I don't think I've actually, the more I work in festivals, I'd, I, the more I realize how much, um, you know, how many more movies I need to watch, how many more articles I need to read to kind of really um, have um, a, 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 like that skill set um, built. But that would be, that is what I'm working towards. And I'd mm-hmm. love to have like a job offer from, I don't know, someone like, like Sundance Film Festival mm. or like maybe even working in like an archive like you know, MoMA in New York. Oh also wow! Have like a film yeah, archive. that'd be really cool. That'd be great. Oh, dreams. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> but um, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm working towards. Um, one day. Well, you'll yeah, get it's there. Possible. Yeah. yeah. Just based on like, um, kind of the plan that worked out for you, like throughout your past couple years, post university. Um, I feel like you will definitely get there. We, Kat and I have actually dabbled in sponsorships and partnerships as well. So we can kind of relate to you just like in our, internally within our club for like nice. different events that we do. So it's definitely, it's definitely nice to have that like element of like, oh, um, creating that special relationship based on, oh, maybe we are both communication majors or maybe we both love movies. So something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say the involvement that I had with student organizations on campus were probably um, was the experience that uh, helped me build my skill set the most for the work I'm in now. Um, because a lot of times, I mean, the organizations that I would be a part of were a lot about um, event production. So, like, you know, hosting a, a, a monthly meetup, mm-hmm. um, you kind of, you know, create a Facebook event so you touch social media on that side and then when you're at the event you know there's all the quote-unquote production so like you know 
making sure you're in the right room, putting up signage, getting the food, timing, right. all that stuff. The and, food. You know, the food. <laughs> <laughs> the snacks. <laughs> snacks. Very important. Bolded twice in the production schedule. Um, and so that kind of aspect of, of that really was um, helpful in kind of getting me started on building those skills. Uh, obviously, like, it's a totally different scale when I'm working with, uh, you know, like a 10 day film festival, um, you know, different venues and stuff like that, then it's a lot more about learning how to delegate even to a greater degree um, on top of a whole bunch of new things. Uh, but that kind of side of, you know, learning how small scale events work and then kind of translating that to how you can work in a larger uh, event. Um, was probably where the skills translated more like 75, 60%, I would say. Mm. And a lot of times, like, because I was also volunteering and interning during the summer, I'd be like, oh, okay, we can use like Google Docs in this way to kind of build a schedule for the events I'm organizing on campus. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was kind of a way to also upgrade what we were already doing um, in, in school clubs. That's, that's true. Cause like for me, when I think of the things that I'm doing in my degree now, like writing papers and all that, I'm just like, how is writing a paper on so-and-so going to help me in my future job one day? So I'm always curious to see how other people who are working in any industry, what they got out of like the academic side of their degree, you know? Yeah. So this is kind of like uh this would usually be an in-person event, which you've had to pivot to a digital format, right? Yeah, usually yeah. it's it would be um, like our networking event. So we'd invite about like 10 industry professionals from Vancouver, either working in marketing, communications, um, even like we've had sponsorship people, um, journalism, just anything that kind of falls into that category creatives yeah and we'd invite students from right now we're kind of opening it up or before we wanted to open it up to anyone from Vancouver like you don't have to be an SFU communication student just to give them an opportunity to connect with you know people working in the real world kind of give them inspiration as to what it's like when you graduate I, I attended my first like careers and communication event I think two years ago now. And I mean, even now, like I still have no idea what I want to do, but it gave me so much hope that, okay, like here's someone that graduated from so-and-so and did this and now they're working here. Like I can be that one day, hopefully. Um, and I remember coming home and I made my LinkedIn. I made a whole new resume. I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to get this thing started. So yeah, now we're just trying to kind of give that experience still, but have it online. So we thought, okay, if we start a podcast and, you know, kind of talk to these industry professionals or IPs, as we call it, even though it's not the whole um, program, like all the students talking, but just some of us getting to understand your experience is also super fun and super cool. So. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like in terms of accessibility, like um, there's, we can reach way more students versus like in like one room where we kind of have to like, you know, hassle to get to you and be like, hey, ask mm -hmm. you a question, you know, networking events, casual, 
traditional networking events mm -hmm. so um, I like the idea that we ha there's like more accessibility and just like I guess more time um, you know to ask That's questions true. and to really dig deep into your career path um yeah and podcasting is just like popping right now like throughout 2020 I feel like there's been like a hundred times more podcasts. everyone's doing a podcast <laughs> Everyone's doing a podcast as if you actually um, started a podcast course like throughout the pandemic, like <gasps> we they did. created a course. Cool. Yeah, I wanted to take it, but it's um, I didn't take it yet. So I'm not going to speak too much on it, but you guys should look into it. I don't know what it's called. Is it like, a communications course? I think it is, okay. but it's like uh, it's an intense it's an intensive course. So like it should be the only thing you're doing that semester that, 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 so that like semester. intense podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you like really get into I don't know how much you can get into really get into it because I don't know why it's so like in depth, but like definitely look into it. I considered it, but I was like, oh, it's the whole semester and I want to do a co-op at the same time. So I don't think I could do it, hopefully in the future. But anyways, the uh, the point is everyone's doing podcasts now for some reason. <laughs> well, you know, I was just going to say what um what you've done like pivoting that event from what was an in-person event to you know what you've decided for it to be this year with the podcast yeah. and, and mm -hmm. all that i mean that's what everyone did this year in in professional mm -hmm. you know world um like what everything like a few things that you were saying like okay like we couldn't do it in person but now it's more accessible for people you know not just you know close to campus but you know, anyone could tune in from wherever they wanted to. And then it's also mm -hmm. more flexible with the schedule. You can get more like in-depth conversations. Those were all things that we were talking about with the film festival as well, like a right. few months ago, right? Yeah, so like, it's like thinking... how, did, how did your job or kind of your role translate or transition to a remote or online setting? Yeah, it just had to. So like, it was basically the, same job but instead of um so like a year ago so it in august of 2019 mm -hmm. i started at vif i was supposed to be on for only part of staff for only about three or four months um but the manager that was in my department uh, moved to a different job so i was kind of in the right place at the right time so I kind of helped with the reporting at the end of the festival. And then I, I stayed on um, for, for an additional year for 2020. And so I was getting ready to like, you know, just kind of do everything that we would usually do, kind of learning from what um, my manager had had done and like what my, my new supervisor was telling me about. Um, and so we were just kind of getting ready, like to meet with different sponsors, um, like literally we had like a, a week full of meetings uh, the week of that the, it was declared a pandemic. Um, and then we just had to start working from home. So like the first few months, it was literally, we're just trying to understand what was happening, mm -hmm. like everybody. Yeah. Um, and then we had to come up with a plan to pivot to like online. Um, so, and we did a lot of the work that like, you know, you're describing right now, um, you know, thinking of the pros and cons, like how, um, how can we shape the narrative around it as well so we can get mm -hmm. some sponsors on board and excited? Um, so that idea of the fact that, you know, it would be available to folks across the province now was really enticing. Um, for folks that were part of like the industry, so we're really interested in the filmmaker side. Mm -hmm. um, 
we kind of said the same thing about, you know, the more in-depth conversations. So we're not limited by, you know, the schedule Time. in the theater. Yeah. So it's not like, okay, 10 minutes for a Q&A and then get everyone out of the theater so we can like fill it up with one. the next yeah. sold out screening. So it was like, okay, so now we're getting more kind of um, longer conversations with the filmmakers really mm -hmm. kind of picking apart all the little details um, in their film. Um, That's always nice. Yeah. Yeah, that is always. And like, I feel like everyone, most people that go to film festivals, they're like really passionate about it. And like, it's like, they really love it. So I think it'd be valuable for the audience members as well to just like have that perspective instead of like a short time. Cause like everyone would wish and love to be interviewing them like one-on-one -on -one and talking to them. But um, so having a podcast or like any type of, I guess, audio or digital like video setting is so valuable, even live streams. Yeah. Like, really no, we cool. got a lot of feedback that people love the fact that they could watch from home a lot of people watched a lot more films than they usually would because um, our festival is mostly downtown. So if someone's like commuting from like Surrey or Langley, um, you know, they would maybe catch like two or three films mm -hmm. if they were like really into it um, because they'd have like an hour or two hour commute just to watch mm -hmm. a movie at night. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, oh yeah, I've watched like 40 films in like 10 days. It was oh, wow. like so great. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> There's people who are really passionate about it that are just limited by, right, yeah. you know, the the geography. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of so, yeah. good stuff. You made uh, what is it? The saying lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! I feel yeah. like there's better. I feel like there's a better <laughs> analogy, but you know. And yeah. just I guess to wrap things up. So my final question for you is: What advice do you have for students who are interested in maybe a similar job to what you're doing right now, or just working in film festival? esque vibes or just like sponsorships or outreach or something like that i would say for someone interested in working for film or arts festivals um, especially in vancouver definitely I, I mean just because it's what i've done um, mm -hmm. definitely get involved volunteering um, if you have the time and capacity to mm -hmm. um, or even like interning or, or trying to find some shorter contract work mm -hmm. um, just because at least in my experience I've found that shorter contracts often lead to then kind of renewed short contracts or oh, longer okay. term contracts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, for people who want to work in sponsorships I don't know I, I know that kind of just landed in your lap and you talked about that earlier so now you're like giving advice but maybe just one tip if you could think yeah, no, it's funny because I feel like I've been mostly talking from like a arts festival kind of perspective more than sponsorship. Um, yeah, no worries. We, we wanted that too. Okay. We wanted all of it. Mm -hmm. Everything. <laughs> I would say learn how to use Excel. Hmm. That uh, is actually really good advice. I yeah. need to do that. <laughs> I need to do that too. Yeah. Because I didn't, I like, I, because I didn't take a business course. Um, like I never really learned how to use Excel until like I started working. Mm. So like Excel, databases, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're um, really interested in kind of um, sponsorship or also kind of, you know, development side uh, fundraising and, and donors kind of work, 
um, then database, um, learning how to use a database effectively or to sort data in an Excel sheet um, when you're you know, keeping records uh, is really helpful. It's kind of like a hard skill kind of tip. I know, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's like Very the important. skill that I'm kind of dreading. Like, oh, I don't want to learn how to use like Excel. Like, why can't I just use Google Sheets? <laughs> Google <laughs> Docs or Sheets forever, right? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what I use. Like, I've always been using that. But no, it's so true. Yeah. Like, because I was mm -hmm. just curious to know, like, what mm, like a a day in the life would look like in your type of work. For my day-to-day, -day, it's all focused specifically around partnerships uh, or sponsorships, though I do also work a lot with um, our government grants uh, person and sometimes our uh, individual giving person because there is sometimes that overlap where like a government uh, partner will kind of have an applicate like a grant application, but then they'll want to be recognized and treated like a sponsor would. Oh, okay. um, so that's where kind of my job intersects a lot with the government grants person job. Mm -hmm. um, day to day, for me, it really depends on the season uh, because although VIF has a year round theater that we operate in, in downtown, uh, the VIF center, most of our corporate sponsorships are around the festival in September. Right. So uh, that means that the closer we get to September, the busier and busier it gets mm -hmm. and also will kind of um, dictate what kind of season we're in. So kind of, for example, the in September, we're in full festival mode. So it's all about, um, you know, in the months leading up to it, August and July. Um, by August, usually we'll have contracts done, benefits assigned. Um, and so we're just kind of collecting everything, logos, ads, trailers, um, and then we're also, you know, sharing tickets, passes, uh, so all the access and hospitality benefits um, with the sponsors. And then during the festival, it's really just running around in a, in a normal year, running around venues, a um, lot of different events, meeting sponsors, kind of uh, building that in-person connection. But I guess just to end off, I feel like this is such a cheesy question, but... What is your favorite part about your work? I, I love being around film conversations, super related or somewhat unrelated. Because mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's just my, my passion is mm -hmm. films and cinema. Um, so that's kind of my favorite part of my job. Um, and working yeah. with a great team that I learn a lot from. Like on the personal yeah, side, wow. it's the film passion. Yeah. Um, more kind of like work and, and teamwork stuff. It's definitely the team that I work with um, who are also just as much, usually much, much more passionate um, about the work that we do. Um, so that's always really rewarding. Yeah, well, it's cool like that, you know, your passion is actually very much so a part of like your line of work. Like we always hear, or I don't know, from my parents to like make sure you're working in something that you're passionate about or, you know, you're actually interested in. So it's really nice to know that, you know, there are people out there who are working within their line of passion and you're not just working for an organization that you're kind of on the fence about. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Uh, well, to end off, is there, I, I know you mentioned this earlier, you hate social media, but did you want to maybe share anything about VIF that's upcoming or maybe like your LinkedIn or something to share with the audience before we go? Oh, like a plug? Yeah, like a plug. Plug yourself. Okay. I, I won't plug myself because, like I said, I'm not very much on social media, but <laughs> um, uh, I will plug go to vif.org to check mm-hmm. out um, what films are playing uh, online right now and also to stay up to date with um, what might happen with the festival in September. Yes, definitely. I know I will be checking that out and I'm excited. Like, yeah. I've, I've never really like dove into the film festival industry here. So super excited, super looking forward to it. So you'll see me there. Great. Yeah. See you there and maybe see you there if it's in person. Who knows? It was really, really lovely speaking with you and just learning from you. I feel like a lot of um, students are going to learn from this conversation and be inspired by your career path. Yeah, definitely. I know was, I was. Me too. Me too. And it just, I, I don't know, it kind of gives me hope and kind of tells me that I really got to start volunteering and just doing all that hands-on stuff so mm-hmm. thanks so much for setting kind of like an example too thank you well thank you too for inviting me i'm really honored um and thanks for the really thoughtful questions and engaging conversation and dialogue it's always great to see um you know students interested in kind of learning more and outside of just you know your classes and stuff like that so great okay. work yeah looking forward to to seeing the full program with all the podcast episodes Mm -hmm, thank you thank you stay tuned yeah stay tuned this was episode one of careers in communication with cmnsu and friends if you enjoyed it give us a follow on instagram at cmnsu and check out our website at cmnsu.com to stay updated on the latest news and events and other fun things that we're doing next week we'll be joined by christopher chung see you then Thank you.